yeah. you know what I was doing? I was playing with your balls. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, or that's listeners of all ages. See, you made me mess up because you just jumped the gun. Well, you always jumped the gun, Chris. Tell me that was a you good always... intro. Tell me that was a good intro. That was, that was a great intro. <laughs> that was a great intro. Welcome to Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. I'm Chris. And today we are going to be going over two, count them, two movies that are out there in the viewing world for you to see. Now, one of them... Well, both of them are basically from Legends and Wrestling. Uh, wrestling. <laughs> from Legends uh, of the horror yeah. genre. One including the one and only Stephen King with the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Yeah. Where's the Boogeyman? There he is. Yeah, the <laughs> Boogeyman. Wait, is that a wrestling? Is that a wrestling guy, the Boogeyman? Yeah, that's a wrestler. That's a wrestler. Okay. So he thinks he eats worms, huh? Yeah, and he came he came out and he like would break a clock over his head okay. and he'd be bleeding at the beginning. And the song was like, I'm your I'm the boogeyman and I'm coming to get you. Like that's it's silly. Really cool. <laughs> it, it's silly, but it was awesome. How dare you not appreciate the awesomeness that was. Well, what's the who's in the boogeyman, dude? And the boogeyman is the one, the only John Cena. I don't have that loaded on here. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. John Cena's not in it. <laughs> in the movie, uh, The Boogeyman, we should just start this whole thing over. <laughs> I'm working on something the whole time I was talking to you. Anyway, that's why I'm so, uh, you know how I want to absent-minded when I do stuff. All right, here we go. Boogeyman starring Sophia Thatcher. I think it's just Sophie. That's what I said, Sophia. So it's Sophie, no uh, at the end, but Sophie Thatcher. That's because it's bullshit. Oh yeah, what's your plan then? I don't know. Play like a fucking team and win. It's worked so far. Everything works until it doesn't. And for the record, you smell like a wino. Get your shit together. You know what? Neil, how many times have you told me to smell your wine now? Uh, I think like at least 12 times. Okay. I mean, you drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird. The, the, the way I drink is only on the podcast. Like, like seriously, like, like that, that's a lie. That's, that's a lie. I've seen, you, I, I've seen you drive right into like a, a whole school full of kids <sighs> with your drunk ass. I, when you're saying this, I, I, just, I fast forward three years in the future and we're on social media like, what Neil said on the podcast three years ago. <laughs> Neil was going to become a political. <laughs> going to cancel you, it bro. didn't happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, also in this wonderful movie is the wonderful Chris Mezian. Chris Messina? That's what I said, Mezian. Messina. Oh, man. What? It's a king salmon over there. 
Jillian studied the migration yeah. of that fish. Yeah, no. that fish goes from no. salt water to fresh water. It's an amazing fish. Mm. They do it to make. To make. Denny, nobody cares. Hey, hey, guys, is everything okay? Really good. Would you mind switching seats with me? Because uh, that fish is in my eye line. It just put me in a, a bad place emotionally right now. That's from uh, the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. 100% the Mindy Project. That's my favorite. That's the only thing I know him from. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, that, well, that, and he was uh, he was Victor Zuzu in um, Harley, uh, The Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I got a, I got a mark right here, spot. I'm surprised you didn't, I'm surprised didn't choose that as a, as a clip. Uh, because it was uh, too short. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Just like your pee pee. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Who else uh, Also in this movie, Vivian Lyra Blair. Why aren't you using your lightsaber? Maybe it's because you're not really a Jedi. Make me float. What? I want to float. No. You haven't even told me your name. Ben. It's not a Jedi name. Well, that's my name. You think the less you say, the less you give away. But really, it's the opposite. How old are you? Ten. You don't sound like you're ten. Thank you. Yeah, it's from the uh, from Obi Wan Kenobi. That television program. Obi Wan Kenobi. How did that turn out for you? Like, did you like it, or is it not as good as you hoped it to be? I love Obi Wan Kenobi. Anytime, uh, anytime, the lovely, the beautiful. You can't think of his name right Ewan now. McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I was saying, I was thinking like Evan Grace, and I don't know why. Um. Why anytime Hugh McGregor puts on okay the things that sell that that uh like literally um uh solves the prequels for me or saves the prequels for me is Qui Gon Jinn, Darth Maul, Obi Wan Kenobi, and any scene where Yoda's fighting. Not Mace Windu. Mace Windu didn't do for you. Oh, Mace Windu too. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, you got to put Mace Windu in there too. Okay, who else? Damn. Who else is in the movie? Man, I can't just do that. Uh, Mr. Polka Dot Man himself, David Dash Malshina. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Did you drink the ooze? Why can I understand you? Oh, great! That's the ooze. Hey, everybody, it worked. Ooze worked. Hi, I am Beb. You just drank me. I did what? Oh, do you need some more ooze? Here, I can pour some ooze into your no, hole. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Wow, a big hole. How many holes do you have? I'm sorry. Is that a personal question? I don't have any holes. His name is Scott Lang. He has seven holes. <gasps> yeah, that's, that's right. After that, I wrote, uh, I did count my holes, and yeah, seven, three. <laughs> so, How many holes do you have, Chris? I have seven. You have nine. Mm. I don't know where the other two are, but I don't know you got my eyes, baby. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was him until I went looking for clips last night. I mean, I've watched that movie like four times since it's been out of the Do you the like theater. Quantum Mini? I don't like Quantum Mini that much. I know you don't, but I do because it has Conquer King in it, and oh, Conquer yeah, King Conquer is one of my King. favorite bad guys of all time. Yeah. It's like, it's like when I watch Dark Knight for four times. You know, yeah. I, I like the Joker, but I just don't like their version of the Joker. Okay, but it's still one of my favorite characters of all time. What's the other movie we watched this week? 
<laughs> the other movie we're watching this week is The Exorcist Believer, the first in the new trilogy, starring um oh which one one at a time not allowed to say yeah. even though she was all over the freaking credit. I, but, but, but the, the movie okay. makes it always a secret <laughs> yeah. eh, whatever anyway uh alan burstyn's in this you see me Reagan's double same face same voice everything and i'd know it wasn't Reagan. i'd know in my gut i'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that. Yeah, that's from the actual the first exorcist not from 50 years ago now. The first exorcist ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. Not the show. Not the... I mean, like, how many different things came out that said the exorcist on them? Oh, well, the sequels. There are two sequels. Let's see. Let's see. There was... The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yep, and yeah. then there's The Exorcist 2. The Heretic, yeah. The, the, the Exorcist 3. By the way, the Exorcist, Exorcist. The Exorcist 3 is actually, they ignore all the, all they didn't have in the Exorcist, Exorcist 2. Ah, yeah. and then Exorcist 4. I don't even remember that one. Exorcist 5. Prequel. Yeah, and then there's a series that I couldn't find a poster for, and of them, of course, Exorcist Six Believer, mm-hmm. which is really weird, you know. We'll talk, we'll talk about, about that in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, also in this, also in this wonderful movie, Jennifer Nettles. Mama told me not to. I did anyway, misbehaving. Daddy said don't, but I said I'm gonna misbehaving. Catch a crawl, dads, and playing with a stick. I wore lipstick, and I got caught shaving. Just two little country kids outside misbehaving. Oh, shit, still going. Sorry. But, um, yeah, we're just playing on a loop. You're freaking, you're going into it, man. You locked it. So that's from the richest little Billy. That's from the richest gemstones. The greatest show. It is the amazing, it's really, righteous. It's it's a dark comedy, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who else is in the Exorcist Believer? And also in the Exorcist is Leslie O'Dom Jr. Oh well, I just really try and observe what's going on around me. What do you mean? Well, if you try and see what's going on and figure out how people are thinking and really just determine the the, the times of your day. I think you can always write something people will understand. Would you mind singing one more song for us? Would you like that, folks? <laughs> what do you say, Sam? Got anything that people will understand? I, I do have something that I've been working on, something new. I haven't really shared with anyone yet. Anyone except for some friends of mine. It's from One Night in Miami. He plays Sam Cooke. He's going to go through and really Yes, he change did. Coming the Badass Sam Cooke. Oh, man. Also known as Badass Sam Cooke. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, man, his... Leslie Jr. can sing his ass off, too. It's crazy. 
dude. Uh, there's also other people in this, like Olivia O'Neill and uh, Lida uh, Jouet, but I could not find anything that was more than five seconds yeah. for any of them. Norbert Leaboos. Where, where they're just like, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, you know, just like that. That's the only thing I could find for them. But we will be talking this, the, the new Exorcist, Exorcist Believer, we'll be talking that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us on MoviesDon'tSuck.net where W2Mnet.com is W number two. Movies or M is MoviesNet.com. You'll find the podcast there on a bunch of other great ones. Uh, we're also on uh, Bonfire, Bonfire Concerts. You can find look at my shirt, look at no shirt. You can find shirts like that at Bonfire.com. Yeah. Make sure you search Movies Don't Suck and something to do. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash movies don't suck. We're on Instagram, MTS Podcast. We're on X, MTS Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash movies don't suck podcast. Sorry, slow down. Facebook.com slash movies don't suck podcast. We're also, uh, you know, if you're watching YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching YouTube, just subscribe wherever. Wherever you are. We're podcasts. We're finding us everywhere. Find podcasts. I think I'm done with that. Neil, <laughs> who we talk today? Today, of course, we are talking another haunted house because it is i am giving nothing but props to haunted houses this october and this one is going to be given to oklahoma's the asylum dare you dare you now let me tell you about the asylum the asylum there will be blood it is an interactive horror place the asylum is an isolated experience in a 1940s era uh, cytarium where you and your friends are admitted right as the other patients break free and take over. Navigate your way through twisted rituals and try to avoid getting caught by the one thing that fears whatever they locked up downstairs. Now, the Oklahoma Asylum is an interactive horror experience. What does that mean? Do not wear your best clothing or best shoes. Come with an open mind and be ready for them to push the limits. Groups will be touched. Expect blood all over you. You do you want, and if you want the ultimate experience, you can do like I did last uh, last year and buy the blood soaker white t-shirt. Now I couldn't find it. I was gonna wear it today so you could see it, but if you wear this. They know they are allowed to touch you. They will soak you in blood. I mean, look at these pictures of people that went through. Like, seriously, you are going to get covered and soaked in blood and poo and all kinds above. It is literally, uh, and out on Blood Soaker Special Edition, the t-shirt, um, so the patients and doctors know you mean serious business. They'll single you out. They will separate you from your group. Which they is, will too. There's scary. different tunnels. They'll send you down and stuff terrified. like that. <laughs> oh, dude. More blood, more interaction, unforgettable experience at the asylum. Now, seriously, guys, if you're anywhere near, now this is more t- uh, towards the north of Oklahoma. So if you're at that Kansas-Oklahoma border and you want to drive down and give it like a real crazy experience, I mean, 100%. It is insane. Here's one room that you'd like. Oh, look at that room. Isn't that adorable? All the people yeah, it's just so crazy. Cute. It's just there. It's so cute and yeah. creepy. And, yeah. and then and then there's like, that's another one. There's another That's room with spooky. them just doing a little seance. <laughs> yeah, I think this one's another. Yeah, there's a dude just 
staring at you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good, creepy fun. Now, the asylum, you can you can get them at www.oklahomaasylum.com. Again, that is www.oklahomaasylum.com. Or you can go on Facebook, where it's, Facebook.com, it's facebook.com backslash OK Asylum. I think, you, you, I, I, think, I think you mean forward slash. Whatever. Yeah, Backward forward. slash, forward slash. I'm sure they know what I mean. Gosh, you're picking on me way too much today. I'm going to rip into you uh, a little bit. Oh, come on. Just for fun, dude. Uh, just for fun. Come after me, bro. Come just... after me. You better come after me. You better have a machine gun, mofo. I think you're uh, several hundred miles away. <laughs> Whatever. You know what's really cool, though, Chris? What's that? in front row at SmackDown. Oh, oh. the oh, 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 oh. Look at this picture. Look at some of these great pictures I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yes. a good one. And John Cena, literally, just think, he's like, the distance of this right now just times two. That's mm-hmm. how close John Cena was. Yeah, You know, just right there within arm's reach of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. This is a great picture of L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 This is a good picture of uh, Adam Pierce shaking my buddy Tommy's hand. Yeah. Here's another good picture of Triple H. I thought that was a good one. Th- yeah. Isn't that a good one? I thought I got picture. a good one there. It's a good picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Dragon Lee saying hi to my buddy Tommy. There is the one Roman Reigns, the WWE uh, Universal Champion. And everybody everybody that's watching this and everybody at home, just want you to know, last week was Tommy's birthday. You can send him money to Tommy Stapleton on Cash App. It's Tommy Stapleton on Cash App. <laughs> he literally wore that shirt. It was so funny because he wore that shirt. And I love the guy. And believe me, anything I'm about to say, he would totally laugh with it and stuff like that. Uh, I was like, hey, dude. I know you're wearing the shirt and you're hoping that people would send you money that they saw you online and stuff like, or on television and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I go, but you're too short (laughs) and and you're only coming up to here. (laughs) So it's covering your whole shirt. You got to step back every now and then so people can see what's on your shirt. Cause we had to put his wheelchair. Like we totally use the wheelchair card on so many things. (laughs) I was like, dude, I'm going to use and abuse this. Is that okay, Tommy? And he's like, yeah. 100%. 100%. If it gets us to our seats on time, yeah, do it. Uh, we got a free parking spot downtown. <laughs> like, yeah, like literally, I, I pulled up to a cop. I got a guy in a wheelchair, bro. I got to get to wrestling front row. We're front row, and I'm trying to get him there. <laughs> it's like, it was so much cool. It was so cool. We had a great time. I'm glad to hear it. That's all that matters. Huh? I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, look at this. This is the best picture anybody took. Look at that. Uh, that's a good picture. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, let's talk some horror movies because Chris likes to talk about horrors. Uh, Boogie Man. I'm <laughs> directed by Rob Savage. Rob Savage directed such things as uh, Donna the Death Host. Mirror Host. A couple years ago. Um, this stars. Uh, this is also written by Scott Beck, Brian Woods, and Mark Heyman. This stars Sophie Thatcher. As Sadie Harper. That's because it's bullshit. Oh, yeah. Also, Chris Messina as Will Harper. Oh, man. What? It's a king salmon over there. Uh, Vivian Lyre Blair as Sawyer Harper. Why aren't you using your lightsaber? David Desmetalokian 
Especially Billings. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Did you drink the ooze? Also, Marion Island is Rita Billings. Madison, who is Bethany. Maddie Nichols is Natalie. Leanne Ross is Cassidy. Uh, Louisa Gay Hamilton is Dr. Weller. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Han Soto is Mild Man. Man. <laughs> I want you to go ahead and read the storyline for, for Boogeyman. Still reeling from the tragic death of their mother, a teenage girl and her younger sister find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late. Good job on that one. You said everything correctly. So um, uh, this is a movie based on a Stephen King book, The Boogeyman, uh, which is, I think, his books have been probably the most Books have been adapted. The, the, it's based on what? A Stephen King novel called The Boogeyman. <laughs> I'm from The Boogeyman. Okay, it's a gift. And Chris hates it because then he has to cut it out. Anyway. <laughs> Stephen King novel. Uh, and uh, I think Stephen King is the the most adapted author of all time, right? Like, like I think all, like, so many of his books become movies, TV shows. It's ridiculous. And for some reason, uh, filmmakers... They like to make it campy, right? So every every right. If, so like, you can sort of see like a movie that's based on a Stephen King novel, by how campy people make it, like how how some how some of the acting can be and how some of the writing can be. Um, yeah, personally, I think Stephen King's a better writer than the screenwriters for this stuff. But um, it's also based on a short story, not not the novel. So Boogeyman's just a short story. Neil, excuse me, what are your thoughts on this movie? I really liked it. I thought it was fun. It, it was a, kind of a callback to, um, uh, especially because obviously I just read the part, so let me uh, just really clarify it. <laughs> um, it. It's two little kids that are like, hey, there's a monster chasing us, and all the adults are like, fuck you. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> You're full of shit. And... It's like this is like one of those movies that was just like really good. The Boogeyman was just the so great. The background's different. It's not that one. What? It's not. It's, it's the Boogeyman. <sighs> Man, I, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm glad that my that, favorite. It um, was one of my favorite pro wrestlers for a okay. long time. But anyway, um, so it, it was really good because I really like, um, you know how. The, the girls were like, oh, we got to go do this on our own. And they start doing like the, you know, like um, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th mm-hmm. or Michael Myers even, you know, like where it's like, oh, it's the teenagers versus the boogeyman or the bad guy or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought this was done really well. I, um, I can't believe we missed this back in June. Did, did it get buried? Yeah, it got buried in the other stuff. Uh, I don't remember what came back in June, but I didn't know that. This is something that we we missed it, and we went back to it for Halloween season, guys. So no, uh, no, we tried to see it, but by time it we went to see it, there's I, I remember it was like a lot of big movies came out around that time. Yeah, yeah, we, and, got, and we right it. right when we came out, and right about the time we went to go see it, which would have been like three weeks later, it was already pulled from the theaters. Yeah, I, think, I remember that. I think one of us went out of town, maybe. I don't remember. Um. 
Oh, shoot. Yeah, I was in uh, Chicago yeah, yeah, when the whole storm came, yeah, and, yeah. and I broke my arm, and I was on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. So I that, couldn't go to the theater anymore. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, I remember that, because Neil Burke's armor at that time, and so we missed Boogeyman, and we had to do other stuff that came out uh, besides uh, streaming. Yeah, streaming. So uh, Boogeyman, though, is now on streaming. You guys can rent it on Amazon. Or wait, no, I, I saw it somewhere else. Is it's it? on Hulu, bro. Yeah, what are you in, doing? I watched on Hulu. What are you doing? Hulu. It was on Hulu. Uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos does not need more money, bro. <laughs> like. Jeff Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, but um, yeah. So it's on Hulu. So me and Neil jumped on this to talk about it on the Halloween season because it's a horror film. Uh, yeah, and- I mean, of course they got like some of the main characters wrong, names wrong, and stuff like that. Like they do with every Stephen King. They just change it. Up. I mean, and I always like what I'd like is the that website where they go the movie and the Stephen King like it, <laughs> you know, like next to it, you know, like because. But it's also strange because Stephen King didn't like The Shining, you know, right? But he, he hated it. Yeah, which is crazy because I love The Shining. I'm sure you do too. But do you remember what Stephen King looked like back then? I mean, he looks the same as he always has. Big nerdy dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you're saying yeah so look at stephen king in the 70s <laughs> man, <laughs> like, he really cut that unibrow there didn't he <laughs> um, yeah the unibrow was there he went for it gosh he was creepy but he's on a lot of he yeah he too. he doesn't even remember writing cujo cujo at all he just broke yeah he doesn't remember writing that at all that's awesome so this is to me like it's all right it's okay it's okay it's all right it's not bad i watched it uh, I mean, it's. Um, what's your favorite Stephen King adaptation? Like, if you had to pick one. If I was going to pick the best Stephen King. Your favorite Stephen King adaptation? Green Mile. I'm with you. <laughs> On that 100%. Shawshank Redemption, too. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank. Oh, Shawshank. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, you know what? Um,. No, I know it's better than both of those. Never mind. What's the that? Running Man. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Arnold of oh, the Running Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it, I know. Wait a minute. That's not Stephen King though. That's Richard D. Bachman. So I mean, I guess that's you know that's a Richard Bachman book. It's not a Stephen yeah. King book. Yeah. But uh, uh, what uh, what's another good one? Uh, I used to love the Langoliers. It's okay, man. Because I just... had. It had it had my it had cousin Balky from Perfect Strangers in it, dude. You're forgetting you're, no, you're forgetting the best. That. You're forgetting the best one of all time. Stand by me. Oh, stand by me, man! But it had that shitty actor Will Wheaton in it. You don't like Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton. I mean, ever since he was Wesley Crusher, he kind of ruined everything for oh, me. I mean, Stand by Me to me is one of those perfect movies that every kid. That's loves. why I paid a hundred dollars to meet him just to tell him how much he sucked. <laughs> Was he nice to you? Yes, he was really, him and his wife both were nice. <laughs> like, like, like they were really cool people. I'm just kidding. I I liked them both. And the funny th- the funny part the funniest part about it was the fact that I was wearing a Star Wars shirt in the picture. Oh yeah, he's a Star Trek guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a guy, and I was like, "This, this is by accident, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were here." But there's, there's not. Is there a rivalry between Star Trek and Star Trekkies and Star Wars fans? Like, you can like both. There's people out there that like both. You like both. You know, like, like I like both yeah. because they're completely um, different. Yeah, yeah, they're completely, completely different. Oh, did you know this movie had to be moved? Wait a minute. 
Nope, wrong movie. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at I was at, I was looking at the facts and I was like, where do my facts stop? Um, but yeah, this I like this movie. This was um okay. probably one of the better horror movies so far we've watched of this year of the season. Uh, like literally, it was fun. It it made me think thoughts. It made me go, oh my god, who's gonna die next? Like I literally thought every nobody was safe to me in this movie. Yeah, like it got to the end, and I was like, wow, I can't believe those people were the ones that survived. I really, like, liked, I really liked Sophie Thatcher in this. She was great. I liked Chris Messina. I like David Dalman. Uh, I love that Dave keeps on popping up in things. Yeah, he's such a creepy right. looking dude. Like, like they, they, what they I, do? I, he just keeps popping up in so many things. You know, he's now the uh, spokesperson for a casket company. <laughs> Did you know that now? What? Yeah, yeah. He's a spokesman for uh, a company that makes coffins. Interesting. Yeah, yeah like, he's like in their in their um in their ads and shit. It's fucking weird. You got this creepy dude. Do you know like? I don't want to see. He's kind of creepy, right? You're kind of creepy, so I can understand why you'd know if he's kind of creepy. Uh, he's the name brand ambassador for Titan Casket. <laughs> so, um, good for David. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know what's going on anymore. All right, let's move on. <laughs> but the movie, it was. It's it's fine. It's to me, it felt like a lot like a, a like the the whole beats and dialogue made it feel like a Stephen King movie. Which yeah, and and the thing is, it was very um, is on task. You know what I'm saying? It, it was only like an hour and a half. It wasn't very. It wasn't very long. No, it was. Uh, it and was, that's cool. You, you don't need you don't need five hour long movies anyway. If you're gonna have a movie that's over three hours, it should be a mini series. Is that where you two movies? Is that where you're upset about me seeing Killers of the King? Uh, no, Killers of the Fire Moon. Watching that. I'm watching it Saturday. <laughs> but uh. It's three and a half hours. I don't know when I'm ever gonna have time. You know, I got I'm working Oktoberfest this whole uh, weekend. I know, I know. I, I, I you know I, me, no, my, no, my no, schedule. No. My schedule until November is pretty until mid November. Yeah, no, no, I told you, I, I, I'm seeing it regardless of when we're still we're talking about. But I'm seeing it regardless of when we're talking about it. Yeah, you're gonna have to see it again then. No, I'm, 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 I'll be fine. Your memory's not that good, dude. You can't even remember what happened yesterday. I, yeah, I went and saw Holy Fawn. With Lohan Holy and what? Car- car- I went and saw Holy Fawn, the band. Holy Fawn, they're amazing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Because <laughs> I don't, uh, they didn't play Canes or anything like that. They played um, Record Bar, and they were fucking amazing. It blew, blew my mind. Really good. I mean, it's Record Bar. It's, it's fine, dude. They, the, the coolest yeah. thing, here's the coolest thing at Record Bar, though, is that the bathrooms are super nice. Like, I'm used to, I'm used to punk clubs with the bathrooms just like a oh, shithole. I miss the what? riot room. Oh, yeah. They had, the shitty, they had the shittiest bathroom, dude. And, um, but uh, I know, but it was that's awesome because it was the shittiest yeah. place. I loved it. Uh, there was this place in Dallas called the Red Blood Club they used to go to, and the bathroom was just like it was a stall and a urinal. And it smelled like piss and shit mixed together all the time. And it, you know, shit. Nice. I'm glad you. I'm glad you know exactly what shit and piss mixed together smells like. Uh, we all do. I mean, who 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 goes and who pisses and doesn't shit? The, uh, who doesn't shit and pisses? <laughs> who the same pisses time? and doesn't shit? Who doesn't piss? Who pisses and doesn't no, shit? I mean, should, seriously. Who doesn't? If you're gonna take a shit, why don't you piss at the same time? Like, why why would you? Yes. You tell him, Chris. All right, I'm going to re-quote so we can move on from this. 
All right, uh, quotes uh, from yeah. Boogeyman. Go ahead. It's just me, your daddy. Where there is fear, there is your task. If I don't tell somebody, I don't know what I'm going to do. For natural causes, there is nothing natural about it. He sucked the life straight out of them. It's the thing that comes from your it's the thing that comes for your kids when you're not paying attention. Congratulations. You're five dollars richer. That reminds me of Logan. I'll have to tell you that story. Uh, she's <laughs> going to walk through that door with with Carmen tea that smells like shit. When there are spooky things you don't understand, your mind likes to fill in the blanks. I told them it was the best of their imagination getting to them. It follows you wherever you go until you're all dead. They call it the boogeyman. Ah, they said it. They in said, the, yeah, in it's the in the thing, and now they we know what it. it is. Yeah. Yeah, they said it. All right. Or anyway, anyway. Uh, definitely popping your cherry right now. Ooh, yeah. I'm not like your friend or anything. It's not like I haven't seen you pee a hundred times. I found a way to get rid of this. We can end this tonight. Where are you going to deal with the problems? Someone has to. <laughs> we are not going to lose them tonight. And I never thought I would have to do any of this without your mom. Oh. So every time we go to a wrestling event, Logan goes, The Rock's going to return tonight. Bet you 20 bucks. <laughs> and I bet him every time. Yeah. And the one time he didn't bet it was when The Rock came back. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're excited. It was hilarious. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, Boogeyman, I'm, I'm uh, which, which my score in this is three point six is fine. Time, yeah, shift. you know, uh, I'm right there. Actually, I'm gonna give it a little higher. I kind of liked it just because the fact that it gave me just a new tell a, a new to be able to tell a new story and not make me bored of it. Mm. Of like having that same story. Um, I, I gotta give it a three point eight at least. I gotta give it three point eight. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta. It's just the fact that it, they did go the same recipe as many horror movies before, but it it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm in for this, and and the boogeyman was actually quite creepy looking. Yeah, the creature, yeah, it was creepy looking creature. He he was creepy, just like that person that lives next door to you. Which one? You know the creepy one. We, we uh okay. I mean, I'm sure about. <laughs> you know the one that does the the garage sale every two weeks. With uh, the people dead stuff in there, yeah. Um, the boogeyman though. Uh, it's I'm gonna run to as a com. What's the audience score for the boogeyman? Um, the audience score has to be. I'm gonna give it a. They're gonna give it a sixty-three. Really close, sixty-six. Audience says, if you don't mind spending a lot of time waiting for things to happen. The Boogeyman is worth watching for some solid jump scares. That's those. But you're not you're 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 a good solid jump scare. Yeah. Uh, what's the audience score? I'm sorry, what's the critic score for the Boogeyman? 
Oh, it has to be 58. 60%. Oh, why is I off 2% both times? <laughs> Christian says this is, the boogeyman might fall short of his terrifying source material, but a spooky atmosphere and some solid performances help the help keep the chills coming. Yeah, I like Sophie Thatcher in this. I like Christian seeing this. It's a, it's a cute, it's a good little hard film. I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is. That's a pretty good film. It made me happy. All right, I'm going to read a good, bad review and a good review of this. I'll read a really bad review and then a really good one. This is from Rex Reed of The Observer. He says, A pointless, misguided, and totally incomprehensible waste of time is yet another horror film that exists for the sole purpose of exploring the endless death drawer doings of writer Stephen King. It's a zero out of four. Um, but this is, um, this next one is from Sarah Michelle Fetters at MeFreak.com. She says, There's good oftentimes scary stuff holding this film's darkness. All which makes the summertime horror offering more treat than trick. She liked it, and uh, you know it's just fine. Uh, I like the actors in this, and, and you know, like the, the rest of the movie. Man, I think more of this movie, but uh, but he liked it too. I like this movie. I, I like this movie. I'll, it's just all the pictures for some reason. Like, look, I try, I try every week to come up with good backgrounds, but I tried all of these while we were talking. See yeah. this one. This yeah. one is actually of the boogeyman, but you can't see it because of us. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Okay, so you just wanted can't to see it again. You wanted the picture of the guy because of us. You wanted the rest of right, right. the movie. I got you. <laughs> um, and then, and then here's here's this one. You can kind of see the the eyes above us, mm-hmm. and I'm like literally, I put five of these okay. things on here. That's you, the, that's the coolest one. Okay, All man, right. that's the coolest one. All right, boogeyman. Uh, I can't help it, man. Guys, watching Hulu. If you missed it, uh, watch the boogeyman. Go have fun with it. It's literally one of those movies. It's an hour and a half. It's literally a good little fright fest. Has jump scares. Has some good little. Uh, has some good acting. Watch it with it. the lights uh, off. I'm now. pretty sure all the actors. Huh? Watch it with the lights off. Yeah, watch it with the lights off. Uh, take some acid and watch it. Oh yeah, if you want to have a, a very bad time, <laughs> go ahead and take some acid so you can yeah! look around and the walls breathing at you. Um, all right, uh, Neil, you got you pulling up news? Are you got news? Are you ready for news? I'm ready. For yeah, news. I'm ready. I'm done. Let's I'm see, ready and going. See. This is the movies don't suck and something news. I'm gonna read a bunch of stuff to Chris because he's illiterate in all languages except for ancient Latin. I do it. That's a new thing you did. You actually have a news background. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I found one. Yes, yesterday I was mm-hmm. I was bored of the. I was tired of not having. Right. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about the sad story right off the back and okay. just get this one done and over with. Uh, actors are still striking. All right, we'll see you guys next and, week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, there is no end in sight. Yeah, there's some movies. Uh, that... SAG AF, uh, SAG AFRTRA negotiations with AMPTP have fallen through, leading to the continuation of the strike for fair compensation. The companies refuse to protect performers from being replaced by AI, and have rejected proposals from SAG AFRA. Uh, SAG. AFRTRA stands united and ready to negotiate, emphasizing their resolve and urging members to join them on the picket lines and its sol- and solidarity events. Um, good. Yeah. 
Good for them. Yeah. Keep going. Keep doing it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I really wish that the, the CEOs would come to their senses and get what they want. Because I want the their movies being pushed back that I really want to see. <laughs> um, I know there's a movie called The Bike Riders that was coming out. I was super excited about. That's been just taken off the sleeve for at least this was coming out for the end of the year. But now it's not because of the SAG after strike. strike. So I'm not blaming the actors. I'm blaming the studios for not giving the actors what they are deserving. So, yeah, fuck, man. Uh, New Mexico is not done with Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. That's right. uh, New Mexico prosecutors plan to recharge Alec Baldwin with involuntary manslaughter after dropping previous charges due to doubts about the weapon's functionality. Prosecutors no longer believe the gun was modified and have found new evidence suggesting Baldwin's reckless actions. If convicted by this, Baldwin will face 18 months in prison. That's not a long time. I thought it'd be only that, but... I mean... I, who's whose fault is it? Is it the person that hands him the fake gun for the movie, mm. or is it his fault? Well, apparently they're saying that he knew about it. Like that this, these people were not. I don't know. I, I have a friend who has a pretty convincing argument why Al Baldwin uh, should be charged, but yeah, he knows. Hmm. Star Trek is going to be releasing another movie. So the. Uh, Star Trek's boss reveals the status of Michelle Yeoh's Section 31 film. Now, Michelle Yeoh, as you know, won the Oscar for anywhere. Uh, everything everywhere, wrong everywhere, any, Every- yeah, everyone, everywhere, all the time. Uh, nope. Everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once. Thank you. And uh, she has already been, she has already previously signed on to Star Trek Section Thirty One movie, reassuring that she is committed to the project. Paramount has shifted the Section Thirty One project from a limited series because it was supposed to be like a series on like you know like how uh, Star Wars series like an Obi Wan mm-hmm. series or something like that, but now it is formatting into a full fledged movie with Wat Yao continuing as the headliner of the movie. The film will explore Philippi. Uh, Philippe Gorgias experiences the Section 31 and divide into her character's depth, adding to the Star Trek cinematic catalog. So no, 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 uh, no Captain Kirk and all that stuff. I mean, out of all the captains, that's the one you care about. No, just simply like, like people want that. That want that third Star Trek film to have the same, you know. The, the cast you know, in. you know they're gonna do. They're gonna stroke the nostalgia. You know it. You know okay, it. Yeah. I know it. The person over there knows it. A per the, the guy is sitting over here holding a gun to my head. So I do this podcast with you every week. Is is knows it? He was. You, you just broke your contract, dude. Now he's in. As soon as it's over. No more. Hey, hey, <laughs> put it down. Anyway. Army of Darkness sequel comic turns movie's happy ending into an evil dead nightmare. Uh, Army of Darkness Forever explores the fractured nature of the movie's ending taking place in the medieval setting, the alternate ending, and the happy theatrical ending. The comic reveals that Ash is actually badass, the evil-infused version of the character thought to be vanquished in the movie. The future of Evil Dead franchise would continue without Ashwell Williams, as Bruce Campbell claims he's getting too old to play the role. But there are rumors of a possible animated series and plenty to look forward in the Evil Dead universe. So I speaking mean, of uh, Sam Ash, or Ash and Sam... Um, not Sam. Rammy. Ash and um, 
Bruce Campbell. Sam Raimi. I'm going to do that. So in Bruce Burn, Campbell. In Burn Notice, uh, uh, Burn Notice, Bruce Campbell played a character named Sam Max. Uh, and I've still Burn Notice, and I only watched it because my wife was a fan of Burn Notice. But uh, I have a friend who went and met, who was a giant Yule fan, met, met Bruce Campbell at Comic Con, uh, at a Comic Con. And he, you know, he's talked about the Evil Dead, but his dad talked about Burn Notice, and Bruce Campbell loved talking about Burn Notice with that dude's dad. So he's like, "Fuck, like, like this guy's." The, I mean, uh, anyway, that's that's funny. Bruce Campbell was awesome, though. Love that guy. Uh, John Carpenter's response to the question of why Halloween's Michael Myers can never be killed mm. says, "Well, I'll tell you." He's an all-purpose character. If you want the first movie, you got that. If you want him to be able to kill all the time, you've got that. The only other all-purpose monster in all of horror is Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love John Carpenter. Uh, he's amazing. He's written. Mm-hmm. He's written the. He did the thing, which is great. He did. You know, Halloween, which is great. He did all these great movies. And now he's just sitting back playing Borderlands all the time. And chain smoking, yeah. chain smoking, playing Borderlands. That's what he's doing. Even though uh, the franchise, Halloween franchise, concluded with Halloween Ends, the TV rights did get purchased by Miramax, and it is guaranteed that Michael Myers will appear again. But you and I can say that that first Halloween is just perfect, right? Like it's better than all the, the first movies. one ever. You mean yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, as yeah. a kid? Yeah, yeah, dude, that's a fucking great movie. It's it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Um, what else you got for me? Oscar Isaac. Yes, I love Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I love love that guy. Jason Momoa. Uh huh. Yeah, I like that guy too. Jared Butler. Yeah, Jared Butler. Yeah, that's fine. Martin Scorsese. What movie is this he's making? Yeah, yeah, it's sold, right? Do do you even need to know anything except for the title of the movie? Uh, The Hand in the Hand of Dante. Uh, it's, 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 Marty is 80 years old now. I hope he can finish it before mm-hmm. he, he's too old health to do it because, I mean, he just won't stop. I thought the Irishman would be his last movie. You know, he's still putting out three-and-a-half-hour movies. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right, so the film is following the original manuscript of Dante's Defined Comedy. Oh, the, the, the Danton's Inferno, that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. what it is. All that's, right, I'm down. Yeah. Um, exciting in the pipeline. They, um, yeah, it, it's, I, I'm down. That's, I'm down for that's that. That's a strange I'm, I'm, thing from Ray do, but I'm looking forward to it. Hey dude, I'm down. I'm down with the clowns. Yeah. Um, the wager starring Leonardo DiCaprio officially confirmed as Martin Scorsese's next film. God though. damn. That dude won't stop. Really? Uh, Scorsese's next film after the killer of the flower moon will be an adaptation of the nonfiction book, the wager, a tale of shipwreck mutiny and murder. The wager focuses on the British ship cruise journey for treasure. They're um, stranding on, they're stranded on a desert Island and the dramatic events that unfold upon return. Well, man, Martin just said he didn't silence just a, long, a couple years ago with, um, what's it? Tall, tall. Uh, man. Oh, here you go. Here you go, right here. Here's 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 his quote on on, on his age. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, Martin Scorsese says, I don't want to slow down at my age. Your body tells you at a certain part you need to pace yourself, but I'm still searching for, as I mentioned earlier, the answer to how we take care of each other. I thought that my films should reflect that, and I have tried the best that I can. Fear Street 4 is going to be is getting started by R.L. Stein. Uh, a Fear Street trilogy successfully mixed classic slashers and R.L. Stein's original material, attracting a large audience. We reviewed all three of them, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We just found I feel like we did. And the trilogy follows the story of Deanna as she unravels uh, the, the curse of the ancient witch um, named Sarah Fry. Um, but this will be another thing. This will be another series of films that is a different time frame just like that other. And I'm <laughs> down for it. Right. I like the Fear Street movies. I, I was like, as soon as I read that, I was like, man, I kind of want to watch that now tonight, one of the Fear Streets. Um, Michael Caine, the Michael great Caine. Michael Caine, Michael Caine, yeah, has retired from acting. Well, it's I mean, good for him. <laughs> he did a lot. Caine, who is ninety years old, revealed his retirement plans during the appearance on BBC's uh, Radio Four. Um, despite retiring from acting, Caine plans to continue writing and mention the possibility of writing another book in the future. Michael Caine, you're awesome. You're the third best Alfred. Um, <laughs> Who's the best Alfred? Okay. Really? You're not saying, it's not Jeremy Irons. You're not saying that? <laughs> no. It's okay. definitely not Jeremy Irons. <laughs> okay. It's Andy Sanukis. Anyway. Danny DeVito and Mariah Wilson will be planning to reunite for a live performance of... Matilda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they will be starring, had planned to perform the film live with the New Jersey uh, orchestra, but couldn't do the strike. However, they still plan to do it once the strike ends. Matilda both book and film has granted a lot of praise and is considered one of the best kids movies of all time with over 92% on the tomato monitor. Um, tomato monitor. <laughs> That's what it says, the tomato meter. meter. Yeah. Yep. So that's the thing. Uh, Taylor Swift. Woo! Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift ended the weekend with $128 million at the box office. That's a lot, man. That's a fuck ton of money. That's a fuck ton of money. Yeah. It doesn't matter to her, man. She just kind of shook it off, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shake it up. Shake it Kingsman 3 is happening. Matthew Vaughn confirms. We are working on that at the moment. Uh, filmmaker Matthew Vaughn has confirmed that Kingsman 3 is in the works with hopes to release it soon. The third installment will focus on the relationship between Eggsy and Harry and explore whether they will fall in love or hate each other forever. Are you looking for the Argyle? That Matthew Vaughn's next movie? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, dude. Looks definitely. like this shit. Looks like this shit. I'm with you. The Kingsman, not Kingsman, the, like I just said. The, the Kingsman. King's yeah. The Kingsman yeah. 2 will be about the rise of Hitler, says Matthew Vaughn. I remember confirms. we talked about that, and I, I remember that I think you – we did, were you sick? I think you had, you had COVID or something when that came out? Yeah, think, or it was I, announced. I was confused by that by that movie because, because there's a point where – I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Charlie Kingsman too. Sorry, yeah. 
But uh, there's a point where in the second one where it's intended, it's in, it's implied that the the secret agents have sex with anal sex with one of the girls in it. And I was like, and that encouraged him to to like fight even harder. I was like, this is kind of that's kind of weird, right? You remember that? Yeah, it's very weird that that's what you bring up about that movie. Anyway, the sequel titled The Traitor King oh, yeah, right. has already been written as described as pretty cool by Matthew Vaughn. Let's move on <laughs> from anal sex. All right, next. VHS installment announced the new one will focus on sci-fi horror stories following the reach and primus of VHS. A5 on Shutter and AMC Plus. The film franchise already preparing for its next outing. Upcoming seventh installment will focus on sci-fi horror and for uh, offering an infinite playground for forbidden worlds and dangerous life forms. The announcement of the sci-fi focus feature came during the New York Comic Con panel, uh, moderated by Shutter's VAP of programming, Samuel Zimmerman. Cool. Um, well, we'll watch that, you and I. Matthew Vaughn also, <laughs> this <dude. laughs> he, I think he just had a really big interview yeah. weekend or something. Yeah. Um, affirms, reaffirms that yes, they are rebooting Kick-Ass. Uh, I guess like you're the first really good one. Because he wants to do a world. He wants to do a world yeah. like the boys. You can't have the stars and stripes and I mean, Everybody that was in the original <laughs> Kick-Ass is like, you know, Way old now. Yeah, Jim Carrey is also really like, talk shit on his character. As soon as yeah, he came you know, out. so hopefully they hire people that all know their character. Yeah. Original characters will make a comeback in the reboot. There might be a sequel that revisits familiar heroes, um, but Vaughn's involvement in the reboot is still unclear and is also committed to directing Kingsman for next year. So we don't know. Um, Knives Out 3 mm-hmm. is receiving a promising update from Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ryan Johnson is determined to bring back Knives Out 3 to, uh, despite facing delays and is now back in full writing mode. Johnson plans to chart a fresh creative course for Knives Out 3, breaking away from the mold of the previous film. The goal for Knives Out 3 is to strike out in a completely new direction, feltaining a thematically creating exciting and vibrant experience for the viewers. As long as Daniel Craig um, comes back, I really, yeah. I, I'm like, don't fix it if it's not broken, but whatever. Maybe cool. Maybe awesome. Warner Brothers is reportedly not letting James Gunn have total control, creative control over the DCU like previous stages. Um, but they don't have the uh, Jason James Gunn and Peter Satfren are making advancements in the new DCU, but don't have complete creative freedom over the characters. Warner Brothers is focusing on rebooting the DC universe under Gunn and Saffron's vision, but they are closely supervising the creative decisions. The success of Snyder's cut of Justice League showed that the creative freedom can lead to positive results, unlike previous DC films that were heavily influenced by the studio. Like when what movies were influenced by the studio? Aquaman, okay. Justice League, okay. Man <laughs> of Steel, right. Batman versus Superman, <laughs> The Flash, okay. uh, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four. Okay. Um wasn't Batman versus wasn't that a Snyder film? And Justice League was Snyder from with their I guess have influenced. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it was Snyder. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they have influenced with the studios. Like, we'll do our own cut. 
He's like, well, fuck. <laughs> fuck it. Jason Bloom. A boy. Bloom House. Bloom House. Yeah. Spent $400 million, million dollars in getting extras in it. But yeah. Says Spawn Reboot will have Bloom House's edginess and originality. Promises the forthcoming Spawn film will bring the Blumhouse edge to the superhero genre, offering an edgy and original take compared to other superhero movies. Cool. It aims to redefine audience expectations by infusing the superhero narrative with a raw, horror-centric asterisk. Uh, that challenges traditional traps. Yay. That's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. When I hear Spawn movie, I want to hear it needs to be gory, it needs to be bloody, and it needs to be funny as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know yeah. you're a big Spawn fan. Uh, Deadpool 3. Yeah, I got Spawn 1 somewhere. Yeah. In one of these. Um. Deadpool 3 director responds to Taylor Swift cameo rumors following the X-Men fan stuff and that she was hanging out with Ryan Reynolds and Wolver or Hugh Jackman. His statement is, I'm going across the board, no comment, because <laughs> that's a double whammy. That's not only Taylor Swift related, but that's also MCU related. And I'm no dummy. You're going to have to wait and see. Mm. There you go. <laughs> mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Diablo Cody's Lisa Frankenstein unleashes first look trailer and will be finding life in theaters early 2024. Lisa uh, Frankenstein's is a brand new comedy horror film directed by Zelda Williams and written by Di- Diablo Cody. It will be released in theaters February 9th, 2024. The film will tell the story of a misunderstood teenager and her high school crush who is a handsome corpse as they go on a murderous journey to find love, happiness, and missing body parts. You guys remember who Diablo Cody is? Short Gino, young adult. Yep. Yep. She was also uh, Jennifer's body. That's a, that's like a cool classic now. And Tully. Remember Tully? <laughs> uh, but yeah, she did all those movies. So uh, yeah, here we are. Back of with this. Why uh, negotiations are going between the actors and studios? Disney wants to say, "Hey, fuck you! We don't care." Disney is getting slammed now for using AI-generated background actors amid this strike. Well, David Iger's a uh, yep. the, the Antichrist, so like, you know, we expect more. Uh, Bob Iger, man, that, that guy's. We don't like that guy. Yeah. Uh. Merrimax has reported they are going to be doing a TV series with Halloween as soon as all the rights are 100% cleared. With the Halloween TV? Didn't they already have that? Yeah, but it was more of like a... It and wasn't that, really... I know they had a Friday the 13th series, right? Or Nightmare on Elm Street series? Right. Okay. And then those are... Okay. The Nightmare on Elm Street series was weird. It was just weird. You know, what is, did you watch the Friday the 13th movie on Friday the 13th last year? Or were you at WrestleMania for that? What was Friday for you? What? What did you do on Friday 13th? I went to the front row of SmackDown, Smackdown? and then I went to go see okay. the greatest pro wrestler of all time. Okay. Right. Lunchador. Okay. Wrestle. I forgot right about after. that. I, um, I, uh, I watched Friday the 13th part four. 
Nice. I got drunk on tequila watching uh, Lucha Libre. Did you throw Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre. Did you, anyway. throw, did you throw up? No. Because you told me no, that. I'm getting better. You, okay, you told me tequila. Uh, yeah. Usually. Usually. I'm getting better at it. Okay. okay. All right. Rick and Morty, the movie is now on the works. Dan Harmon had a production discussion with Warner Brothers about the development, and they think it's time to get the ball rolling. Harmon invades the movie as just a 90-minute super episode allowing for fancy animation and crazy sequences. Cool. Yeah. As of next week, was it next week? Nope. As of the uh, middle of an early 2024 Blu-rays and DVDs will no longer be sold at any Best Buy store. Best Buy's just taking those out. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Do what you want, I guess. <laughs> that's the end of those. The Nun 2 quietly hit a box office milestone. What is it? The Nun 2 has quietly crossed $250 million at the box office, becoming a commercial success despite a lukewarm domestic opening. Okay. I mean, we saw it. You and I, we saw yeah, that. Yeah, it it's eh. it a... but it'll, it'll keep the ball rolling in all the other conjuring, conjuring movies. Yeah. Uh, let's see what's this one say. No, I don't want that one. Don't care about that one. Um, this one's interesting. The lost X-wing that they used to shoot Star Wars 1977 mm-hmm. was founded this past week and put up for auction. You want to take a guess on how much the original X-Wing went for? Fuck. Uh, Two million? 3.135 million dollars. It can't be in that great of shape. More than a third (laughs) of the movie's actual budget. (laughs) Wow. That's cool, right? I mean... Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Phyllis Coates. Yeah. Phyllis Coates. Uh, the first actress to ever play Lois Lane uh, passed away this week at the age of 96 years years old. Uh, she was in B-movies and also So You Want. Um, she was in many movies. You can look up her stuff. But the most famous uh, Superman and the Mole Man TV series, she was the first to ever play Lois Lane. Go look her up, it, especially the old George uh, George Reeves clark kent stuff man that stuff was mm-hmm. like you can't tell he's superman right next <laughs> and last not least let's talk about another funeral that we all knew was coming a24 wants to create action and big ip projects after losing millions and millions of dollars on movies like bay is afraid Bo is afraid yeah that's what i said Bo is afraid which is A24, known for its independent, unconventional films, is planning to invest in action and big IP projects to recover from its regional, recent financial losses. The production company's past films, include horror and dramas, have been critically acclaimed but haven't always performed well at the box office. A24 has a lineup upcoming films, including Sophia Capello's Priscilla, which that will probably do pretty well. Yeah. One movie I'm looking more forward to than any movie in the future coming out. The Iron Claw. Yes, that movie is really highly anticipated. Mm -hmm. But 
to the death of A24, thank you for giving us so many good movies for such a long time. I'm sorry that you had to go big time. Uh, just like Orion, New Line Cinema, yeah. um, uh, all the all the great studios that gave us great stuff back in the day that are no longer in existence. It's just it's a bit sad there to be doing that sort of thing. I mean, I mean, yeah, even, though, even though some of your movies are IP, all, all those Marvel movies are IP. You know, you know those. Yep. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I think. I, you know, and the thing is, as long as they do it smart, though, they can still do weird shit. Yeah, I hope they do. We'll see. I hope they do too. But that's the news. Let's get to the last movie. Oh, wrong one. There we go. That was the movies that don't suck and something new. I read stuff to Chris because he's illiterate because he was beaten hard as a child. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the... <laughs> hey, just, all right. Yeah, I guess it was. I was not always meeting a child. Was, uh, my dad, the parents didn't believe me touching the children. Well, anyway. Yeah, we, it had to do with your brother, I'm guessing. <laughs> no. Exodus Believer, uh, directed by David Gordon Green. You guys remember David Gordon Green directed Pineville Express. He also directed those three Halloween movies. Some so good, not, some not so good. Um, this is written by Peter Sadler, David Gordon Scott Teams. This stars, uh, we'll start with Leslie Odom Jr. in this one. He plays Victor Fielding. Oh, well, I just really try and observe what's going on around me. Also, Ellen Burstyn as Chris McNeil. You show me Reagan's double. Also, uh, Jennifer Nettles as Miranda. And, uh, this also stars uh, Olivia O'Neill as Catherine, uh, Anne Dowd as Anne, Lydia Jewett as Angela, Norbert Leo Butts as Butts, uh, Tony um, Raffles as Taster, Ben uh, Lisa Johnston. I don't want to say who that was, and um, Danny McCarthy's in this too, as he plays as uh, Stewart, and of course, yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead? And uh, sorry, Tracy Gray's is serenian building. What you read the story on for this one? When single father Victor Fielding's daughter, Angela, and her friend Catherine show signs of. Sorry. I had it. Why did you jump in? Sir, it was really good. You son of a bitch. One, two, three. When single father Victor Fielding's daughter, Angela, and her friend Catherine show signs of demonic possession, it unleashes a chain of events that forces him to confront the nature of evil. Terrified and desperate, he seeks out Chris McNeil, the only person alive who's witnessed anything like it before. So this movie. This movie. Um, first, okay. let me explain the singing, the singing Jennifer Nettles. Okay. Uh, if you don't know, she is one of the lead singers of Sugarland. One of the most famous country bands, country pop bands of all time. So you either got Righteous Gemstones or Sugarland. Okay. So thank you very much for that. Okay. This movie is Toothless. Uh, garbage. Uh, toothless. This movie is garbage. And, uh, toothless and unnecessary. That's why. The- yeah. Like, um, I get that you're going to make a trilogy. <laughs> It needs to. By the way, they're contractually obligated to the trilogy. They can't not make those two other movies. Yeah, yeah, it has to happen no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Even if this movie falls flat like it did. Yeah. 
Like, has it hasn't even been in the top three in the last three weeks? And, and I, I, I'm not surprised. Like, like, yeah, like when you make a movie. Uh, so this is sort of, it was sort of build as like the return of Exorcist, right? Like, like everyone's like, fuck yeah, Exorcist, and I was excited. You were excited, but then when I saw who was directing it, I was a bit worried because what that happens is that the first Exorcist is kind of subversive and transgressive. It's got these things to say, but this movie has nothing to say. You know, it's just no, and it's not just it doesn't have anything to say. It's the fact that there is just so much time, like <laughs> in between giving a fuck to where you don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, and it just took so long stretching that out. Like it just like was just taking so much time, and. Yeah, of course we know the exorcism is the biggest part, but if you go to the original Exorcist, the whole movie is the girl transforming. It's scary, man. The first one's terrifying. Yeah, this one, like, and you spend like half the movie. At no time, at no time, was I scared. Oh, no, this movie's not scary. Or even at all. upset about no, anything. No, there's nothing scary. About not that. one time did I hear someone should is sucking dicks in hell. Yeah. Not one time, because that's the thing about the original Exorcist too. Is that it upset people? Yeah, and it, this one didn't. And have... this movie, what are you doing? You're doing exactly what happened in the last nine different exorcism movies. Yeah, there's nothing new. Have... There's nothing new about it. And the thing is, I guess what they thought is like, well, two possessed girls is better than one. No, not at all. Uh, two possessed girls. It, it it was weird that it got dull. You know, there are parts that are mm-hmm. dull. And there's parts that I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. A lot of stuff I didn't give a fuck about. Uh, and that was the problem. And so, and you know, I'm sure you had this as one of the facts about what William Friedkin said about this movie. What's did, that? Did you have that on the trivia? What William Friedkin said about this movie? The, the guy who did the original Exorcist? No, I, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna read what you're I, I don't put I'll, you know I don't put negative stuff. Okay, in my, in I'll, I'll my read facts, it out. Bro. You know I don't. So on, uh, on William Friedkin's passing, writer and film critic Ed Whitfield posted on his uh, ex and Facebook said, "William Friedkin once said to me, Ed, the guy who made these new Halloween sequels is about to make one of to my movie The Exorcist. That's right, my signature film is about to be extended by the man who made Pineapple Express. I don't want to be around when that happens, but there's a spirit world." I, and I can come back. I put him to possess David Gordon Green, make his life a living hell, which is a crotchy old man thing to say. But uh, William Friedkin made this movie 50 years ago, and Exorcist, the original, is a damn near perfect movie. And this one is far from it. Yeah. Um, this is what we call a cash grab. <laughs> yeah. A $400 like, million dollar cash grab because it costs. It cost four hundred million dollars to buy the the rights for this from Universal. Well, I mean that means that they got through two other movies, so they're got to do. You know yeah, what I'm hope, saying? Yeah, I mean, hopefully so they like, they learned from their mistakes and made better two movies. You know? Yeah, like literally, it has to look. There are scenes in this movie that were cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is the what's got, I got uh, behind us right now were. The body and the blood, the body and the blood, yeah. little girl in the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great scene. Yeah. All right. It means success. There were movie. good <laughs> scenes in this movie where I'm like, okay, 
this is getting going now. Like this part right here, I really thought with the blood and the the blood and the body, the body and the blood, whatever scene. Spooky. I thought, here we go. Here's the 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 wheels are off. Here we go. We gonna get some shit. All right. One. It's kind of like a superhero movie when you put too many villains. <laughs> or too many new characters introduction. This has entirely too many people in this movie. Entirely too yeah. many people. Like, um, not everybody's gonna knock it out of the park. Like, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy, you got because it went slow enough that you didn't have to know everybody's like super background. You're just in love with the characters and you went with it. Yeah, you right? you basically knew the Guardians and everyone was in the internet. But nobody knew the Guardians before that movie. Nobody right. did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is what I'm trying to say. It's like they built those characters enough with enough character, enough background information, just enough that you're like, you know what? I'm interested. Let's go on this. And yeah. that's why that thing made a billion dollars. This movie does not build its characters enough for you to give a fuck. By time it's at the point where you need to give a fuck about the people that are getting possessed or people that are getting into it or whatever, you don't. You don't care. It got to the point where I'm sitting there, and Chris, this is number one how I tell you how I can tell that I'm interested in a movie is how many times that I look at my phone. I was the only motherfucker in the IMAX. Me I too. was just me, myself, and I. Me, same here. I was the only person there. Like I went there. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. I was there at like six thirty, and it, it was it was Tuesday. And usually there's at least two or three. I was the only motherfucker in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I went on a Tuesday, which uh, Tuesday is literally the like half free, movie. you know, yeah. half price day. You know, nobody else in there, nobody there, and I'm sitting there. And I start playing my my Marvel game that I have on my phone because, like, I'm bored. Yeah. Like, seriously, it did not. It it has a good story, but it just it did not give me enough to make it interesting. And you gotta cross a line or two. You gotta <laughs> piss some people yeah, off. Yeah, you gotta make something subversive. Like I said, it's toothless. There's nothing subversive about this. We've seen this shit before. Yeah, I think I did too. I think I saw just uh, what was it? Uh, the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, we like that movie. Well, you know that was a better movie than this. It, one. I wonder. It makes the you think, Nun Two was a better movie. It makes you than wonder if they were to take off the legendary title for right. the Exorcist and just make a possession movie, it'd still get a shrug for me. But I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, you know. But but like the, this, this seriously would not like. I think the only thing that did help it was that you had the classic people in here. But, I mean, if you even go, and I, I know you just read that one part, but, I mean, um, yeah, here's, here it is. Here it is. I was looking for it. Uh, Ellen uh, Bernstein had turned down reprising her role and was then offered double the salary. And Princess thought, I feel like the devil is asking my price. She eventually accepted it and using the salary to fund an MFA scholarship for actors at Pace University where the actor's studio is um now this is one of the this is a thing because not only did she uh she do that but she even made it very clear that she was only doing this for a paycheck she was not happy about any of the artistic stylings of it and this is when they really should have known they fucked up you know when they know right here due to taylor swift's errors to our <laughs> concert film 
coming out on October 13th. The Exorcist was forced to come out on the 6th. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, when you hear Taylor listening to The Throne, which was supposed to be the biggest horror film of the year, that that's when you know. This isn't even the top 10. No, this is pretty... This wasn't even the top 20. This is pretty... pretty it, I saw shit at fucking Panic Fest that people did on a goddamn iPhone that made me happier than this movie. Well, of course, man. Like, this movie's... This movie's shit, and I, I'm... I'm sorry, guys. This movie is something they do. This is one of them that sucks. This is why it took so long on the news segment because I was like, you know what? I know I'm just going to tear this fucker down when we get to it. Yeah, it's, but it's a, I'm, I'm sorry. I love the original extras. I even like extras two, three. I even like Domino. I'm not even <laughs> opposed to that one. It's a little weird. It's a little fucking weird, mm-hmm. but I still like it. But, man, there's nothing like that right there. That image right there, Chris, Perfect. right behind us. So that is one of the most iconic images in horror history, period. Mm-hmm. If you go to someone's house and they have that, it doesn't have to say the exorcist underneath. It just has that black and white photo and a frame. You know exactly what that image is. And so and the weird thing is you see that David Gordon Green made it. Like, people were probably somewhat excited for it because you know, he made the first Halloween that was good in years, but then he made two other ones that weren't so good. And so when I heard he's making this, the Exorcist ones, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, like for, you know, for when he 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 took the essence of Exorcist, which shouldn't have a sequel like this in the first place, but he took it and he made it all based on stuff that didn't that will not made the original one so good. The original one was so good because yeah. of, of like I said, the toothless, the the the, the, the this one's toothless. It doesn't have the subversive. It has anything to say. And for some reason, David Gordon Green gone down the stuff that was the opposite things of what he should have done. And it's just, I yeah, don't and, and to be, to be 100% honest, man, just like Linda Blair in this photo behind us. Now I would puke all over this bitch. Like literally <laughs> like, um, I just, I did not, this, this is one of those that I'm just not happy about. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind if you use names to get some money. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if it's Freddie versus Jason, that yeah, as stupid as that sounds, yeah. guess what? Great fucking film. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it, it made me laugh. It made me, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it was just here's the two guys that are fighting, and we get why, you know. But yeah. whatever. Uh, let's read some quotes and get the fuck off of this one. Yeah, right, um, excuse me, miss. I will show you something special. Oh, enjoy the taste of your poor, defenseless animal. Light a candle, open your mind, just repeat what it says to you. A kid like that don't mind their mama. Hear your neighbors and hear, we're your neighbors and just want to be there for you if you need us. How long do you think you were gone for? A few hours? You've been gone three days. What'd you say I heard? I heard you say something. I I, I didn't say anything, I swear. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Your religious people are the same. Something bad happens, it's the devil. Something good happens, it's God. I think the real question is the people I visit, is their suffering real? Skepticism will, 
skepticism will only get you so far till you need real answers. There are a lot of evils in this world, not all supernatural. You don't know what happened to her. Who do, who does she, we do? Oh, you don't know what happened to her. Yes, we do. She burned, she's burning in hell. You got to bring everyone together. That will make this work. Uh, there's so many lines like we when once we start we ain't stopping. What's you know, like, like they're yeah, so what... dumb. God played a trick on you. What about me, mommy, and daddy? I don't care. We're done. Uh, yeah. There. Uh, I mean, the more I think of it, Chris, give me your number first because I gave you mine last. Two point three, maybe. Two point oh. Dude, I, I'm gonna go two point oh. This one I, upset I you. This one upset this, you. This one was just like, what the fuck did you guys do? Like, I get that you're trying to make money off of the exorcist name, but come on. Like, you know, there's some point times you just need to let the pea soup rest and <laughs> <laughs> the pea soup vomit rest and uh, not do a thing. I know you're going to do two more. We still got the next one's uh, – What's the next one? Next, this one's Believer. The next one is Deceiver. And that's uh, April 18th of 2025. Also done by David Gordon Green. Yeah, of course. Um, Look, bro. Uh, Jason Bloom. You got it. He's the one in charge of this, right? He's yeah. the producer of this. Mm-hmm. Jason Bloom, if you ever hear my podcast, you better fuck this shit up. I mean, make it bad. You can't make Exorcist like a uh, everybody gets to go see it kind of PG yeah, yeah, kind of make, make it scary. Dude. On this, this. Make it fucked not, up. Not only scary, you gotta piss people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the original Exorcist did. It pissed people off. You know, when a little girl is sitting there saying, "Your mother sucks dicks in hell." Yeah. You know, like yeah, we need that, dude. We fucking need that. Yeah, we need that, and yeah. uh, that that's what. Okay, so. We got to give the audience scores and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So on RotoTomatoes.com, what is the audience score for Exorcist Believer? Forty-three. Uh, six fifty-nine percent. Really audience, higher than I thought. Audience says, if you can resist the urge, compared it to the classic film that started the franchise, Exorcist Believer is a halfway decent possession thrower. Not even then. Not even then. What is the critic score no. for this one? Uh, Thirty-eight. Twenty-two percent. Critics and senses is. <laughs> I'm on board with yeah, the critics for yeah. once. The Exodus Believer earns points for trying to take the franchise back to its terrifying roots, but a lack of new ideas and scares make this an inauspicious start to a planned new trilogy. I don't read a, 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 a good review and a bad review. And they, they believe me, I'll tell you, man, uh, the, the, even the good review, this is pretty bad, <laughs> honestly. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. I'm sorry. I had it pulled up. So this is from... Uh, from Alyssa Wilkinson at Vox. She says, As a film, it's a best serviceable, stronger than the world building, than its climactic exorcism, but nowhere near as unnerving as the original. Which, yeah. And um, this is from Richard Roper. You know Richard Roper? The build-up to the dual exorcism is so terrible, it's almost funny. So, yeah, this movie sucks. It's, it's a movie that sucks. And 
uh, I I didn't think it'd suck as bad as it did. I, I didn't know if it'd be good, but I was surprised by how terrible this movie is. So this movie uh was not good. Uh, don't watch it. Please don't watch this. Please don't waste your time. Um, if anything, go rewatch Exorcist yeah. or watch Exorcist too. Yeah. Go watch the the even though that one wasn't the best either. It's better I mean, than this. It's better than this. Yeah. Um, if you guys will see this, there's a cameo. And I mean, it, this was just bad. Yeah. Uh, there's no. And if you guys will see this, don't uh, don't yeah. worry. There's no post credit scene, so you don't stick around for that. Uh, but yeah. There's nothing to wait around, so please don't wait around yes. at all. So that's that's what this is. All right, man. Uh, do we know we're doing? Yeah, this? let's be done. Yeah. Okay, do you know we're doing this. We're good. Week? We're good for the episode. Okay. Do you know we're uh, do- next week we're going to be doing um, Pet Cemetery. We'll go ahead and okay. do for Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery we'll get else. over that. And something else. Yep, yep. And um, I think there's something at the theater. I mean, Killers the Fireman, but again, you said you don't have time to watch that. What's that? Killers the Fireman's out, but you said you don't have time to watch that. Yeah, but we're not doing that this month. Okay. We already stated yeah. this. We are doing horror, horror movies okay. this month. All right, fine. Uh, anyway, if anything, you know what? Uh, since we're we're doing quickly and we got to be here, we're going to be here on Tuesday, guys. We're not going to be here. Oh, on yeah, Wednesday. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, let's do. Let's just do two streaming if we can't find one. Okay. And I already got the second uh, streaming movie. It's called uh, Totally Kills. Okay. It's on Prime. Okay. It's uh, one of my good buddies. Um, Totally killer. Uh, made me watch the first half of it at his house. Okay. Uh, the other day after pro wrestling. Okay, we'll do it. Well, we got so next week is Pet Cemetery. Uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh, and totally killer off of uh, Prime. Okay. I guess if, if we don't find something at the theater, okay. that is just good. Because guess what, guys, we're not gonna go see Taylor Swift airs. I love that you guys want to go see Taylor Taylor Swift. All power to you. Uh, no. To dis- some people, I, to some not, people, to some people, that might be a horror film. You don't know. Like, like, yeah, some people that might be a horror film. Not me. Not me. I, no. I enjoy the Taylor. Yeah. I enjoy a little Swifty uh, every now and I mean, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm just gonna shake this off right. and move on. All right. All right. You guys can find us online at net where w2mnet.com. It's w number two m is in movies net.com. Find us there along with a bunch of the podcasts. We're on Facebook at facebook.com. Slash movies on so podcast. We're on Twitter at DS Podcast. I'm sorry, X DS Podcast. We're at um Instagram at DS Podcast. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash movies don't suck. We're on Bonfire, bonfire.com. Search movies don't suck. You'll find shirts like this one, the one Neil's wearing, and other stuff that Neil's made. Uh, we're also, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, watch us on Facebook, like the page. If you're uh, listening to us on a snap that you listen to podcasts on, Go and subscribe. So whenever this this upload, we waiting for you when you wake up in the morning. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, Neil, what would you do small business? You got a small business? Let us know. So give us a moment. Just throw us over a little information, and we'll be more happy to promote you right here to our thousands of followers, our millions of listeners, right here at Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. Are you good, man? Ready? Let's get it out of here. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some New. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how hard you look in the closet and see the boogeyman staring back at you, nothing could be as scary as how bad Exorcist Believer was. Have a good night. (laughs) 